Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, I am Matt Williamson. This is a Locked On NFL podcast short. And we've done, I think, seven of these so far. Maybe six of them. And what I've been doing is going through the draft order in reverse fashion from 1 to 32. I guess that's not reverse fashion. And doing a 5, 10 minute, you know, state of the X team. And we've done, you know, some of the worst teams in the league, obviously, uh, from where they earned their spot. You know, so we did Tennessee, or we did the Rams, even though Tennessee picked in their spot. Uh, But today is the LA Chargers, and I'm going say a lot of good things about them. And I also should apologize in advance. I'll probably call them San Diego throughout the podcast. The old habits die hard. I'm a huge Phillip Rivers fan. I, I've, I've said many times that I think he's the most underrated quarterback and maybe NFL player of this generation. He's turned the ball over a little too much of late. But he's also, you know, almost had to. He's had to force the issue so much over the last two years because his offensive line's been bad and injured. His receivers have been injured at a remarkable rate. People have fallen left and right in this offense around Rivers, and he's kept them competitive. I still think he's playing at a very high level. I recently did on the the Locked On NFL podcast, I recently did a quarterback list, you know, my top 10 in the league, and I think I had him at eight. Uh, You can make the conversation, you know, you can make the argument he should even be higher. So Rivers has now, you know, I think a big theme, obviously, of this offseason, specifically the draft, was let's take some pressure off Phillip. You know, I mean, this guy has carried us for so long, it's time for us to do our part and make his life easier. Let's give him the extra receiver, extra lineman. So if the tragedy continues to befall this roster in terms of injuries, we can deal with it a little bit better. Um, and I think they're in a really good position, too. I think this going to be a good team and a very good offense. Uh, I was not a Melvin Gordon believer coming out of school, and it didn't shock me that his rookie season went the way it did. But it did shock me, and I am a believer now, of how he's turned things around, despite not having a great offensive line. Didn't have a great yards per carry, but he's developing as a receiver. He's becoming an NFL runner in terms of what I mean by that is he, he understands sometimes you're not always going to hit the home run and run, run through big holes like he did at Wisconsin. And it helped a lot, too, that they gave him a fullback, actually his college fullback, Derek Watt. You know, this team has started to cater around their first round running back as opposed to making him do things he wasn't comfortable in his rookie year, you know, right off the bat. So... Uh, that is paid off in a big way. At the quarterback and running back position, though, I think depth is worrisome. You know, you're looking at guys like Kellen Clemens and Brandon Oliver and Kenneth Farrow. I mean, Kenyon Barner, Andre Williams. Um, so I would think they'll be in the market for, you know, a, a running back at some point between now and opening day, who I think would make sense for sure. Um, but, you know, we're talking about backups here. Receiving core all of a sudden is loaded, and I was not a huge Mike Williams fan coming out. I respect that he's a you know a really good prospect. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think that he's a number one receiver. I said Corey Davis to me was the only number one receiver in this past draft class, 
But Williams doesn't even have to be a number one here. You know, I mean, Keenan Allen, who I love, and maybe this is a you know a, a mark that they're worried about his long term durability. I don't know, but or it's just hey, let's just get more big targets for Rivers. You know, remember he's had Vincent Jackson, and he, he is very willing to let the ball fly and go up and get it and trust his receiver. And Williams fits that for sure. You know, as well as Tyrell Williams, who also has really good size, Inman. So they have a big group of receivers. And then Travis Benjamin's the speedball guy. I still very much assume Allen's going to be the number one and a target monster. But boy, I mean, that's a good group. Tyrell Williams had a very good year out of nowhere. You know, and Williams, if he's the two and you mix that in with, you know, strong tight end play, whew, and, and a good quarterback, I mean, that, that's serious firepower. I mean, that's serious weaponry. Um, Gates is obviously very much on decline, but he still does good things and moves the chains and catches touchdowns. And, you know, he still has a role. I think Hunter Henry will soon be a top 10 NFL type tight end, probably even a little better, a high quality player. I like him a lot. I would think he becomes the number one out of those two, you know, with all respect to Gates, um, and maybe Henry's even the second leading receiver on this team. That's hard to guess. I would imagine Allen's the one. And then the line, the line all of a sudden is interesting. I mean, if you remember the Orlando Franklins and, you know, these big heavy dudes that they've had in the past, well, not only have they revamped the line in terms of just upgrading the talent, but I also think they've gotten a lot more athletic too, that they're, they're switching what they're looking for in the position a little bit. They obviously overspent on Russell Okun, but he's a starting left tackle. Okay. Um, the Lamp and Feeney pick, though, I love. You know, I thought Lamp very well could have been the best lineman in this draft. Feeney, to me, was a very solid middle second round type starting guard who they got in the third. Plug and play, start, all, you know, assuming he stays healthy, 10-year starter, guard, boom. You know, you got Slauson at center, who's okay, is decent. And then third, last year's third round pick, who's easy to forget about, too, is Max Turek. You know, he, he's an athletic guy, a taller guy. Right now, they got Barksdale penciled in as the right tackle, and I'm fine with that. Although, I would start Lamp out at right tackle and, you know, and make the consolation prize be him, you know, a guard next to Feeney, as opposed to the other way around. They also have Donovan Clark at guard. So, they're stronger on the interior than the outside. So, that's why I would be interested in starting Lamp at right tackle. See if he can do it. And... If not, you move into guard, and then Barksdale becomes your tackle. So, also Chris Harrison, you know, he's played in this league for a while too. Um, so, I think the line won't be bad, and that's saying a lot. On defense, this is a defense that is now structuring themselves. Uh, defense coordinators Gus Bradley, you know, obviously he comes over from Jacksonville, and they're structuring themselves around Seattle's style of defense, where Gus Bradley was before in Seattle. So if you go big to little, you know, Meebane's going to be your nose, and that's exactly what he did in Seattle. Corey Leesett's going to be that three-technique penetrating type guy. Fine. I, I got no problem with that. I think he's a good player. There's no question. I think Joey Bosa is a utter stud and going to be one of the best five defensive players in the league by this time next year, and that'll be common knowledge. He's going to be your Michael Bennett. So on throwing downs, Meebane comes off the field. Bosa and Legit will be the interior pass rushers. That's pretty darn good. With El with Ingram, who I would think would be your Averill, give or take, and you know, and a very good player in his own right. And Atachu probably comes on the field 
in passing downs. So you're you're passing, you know, you're foursome on passing downs. I would think Ingram and Atachu on the outside, and I like Atachu, and, and legit and Bosa on the interior with some versatility there, and, and maybe Atachu plays, you know, some on base downs too, as a Bruce Clark type of guy possibly. Um, I like their linebackers quite a bit too. Perryman's more of a run stuffer than he is a, a run and hit guy, but I like his style. I, I think he was the quarterback of the defense. Is he going to come off the field though? We'll see. Uh, Jartavis Brown had a really good rookie year and they had a really good rookie class. He is super fast and that covers a lot of ground. Josh Perry, I think has upside as a reserve. Kyle Emanuel can play on the line of scrimmage as well. So I think they're fine at linebacker. Uh, I think it's a good group as well. Um, many, including myself, expected them to take a safety with that first pick or very early in the draft. Sort of surprised me they didn't. But they used a fourth and a fifth round pick on Rayshon Jenkins, who I think is, you know, he's going to compete for a starting job, I would think. He's a pretty good athlete. And Desmond King, who's going to be corner turn safety, or is King going to be a Sherman-like corner? Uh, so I think his role is still to be determined. Is he going to be the the Earl Thomas, or is he going to be a big Seattle corner? I'm not saying he's as good as those guys. I'm just saying the role he is, because he's a big corner that's not real quick-footed. Um, but that's interesting, because the corners that this that Bradley inherits are really good, Verrett and Hayward. But they're small. They're not Seattle-like corners. So I think you just make do, and you you know you, you don't go crazy and scrap good players, or you know. So there will be a little bit adjustment there. But it's a really good group, and maybe King does play some corner. I could see that. Um, and, and you also have Lowry and Adai in place at safety. And not those guys are terrible, but I ex- I thought they would go with a Malik Hooker or something like that. So I think this defense is. Above average, you know, and I think coaching will help. Um, some star power there with Bosa and Ingram. Corners are really good. I think the the offense is above average with potential to be very good. And I was optimi- I was highly optimistic about this team last year, so I always feel like I'm in the Chargers' corner. But I might pick them to win the AFC West. I really might. 